Hall of Shame is brought to you by Philo TV. Do you love TV but hate the size of your cable bill? Philo is your solution. It offers more than 50 channels of TV live and on demand for just $20 a month. I have been watching so much HGTV. I feel like the Property Brothers are now my actual blood brothers. And that is a totally normal thing to say. Also, Zoe Deschanel's dating. Oh, I them. knew that. Some of the networks that you can get are MTV, VH1, BET, HGTV. Like I mentioned, AMC. There are so many. So good. With Philo, you save hundreds a month on TV. It's the most affordable way to watch at a time when everyone could use some entertainment in their life. Philo was created by a bunch of passionate TV fans that wanted to make a better way to watch. There are no contracts. It's cord-free, commitment-free, hassle-free, and provides unparalleled customer service. One of the better features is its unlimited DVR, which allows you to save all of your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. It also allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, so everyone in the house can have their own safe shows and up to three simultaneous streams. Never fight over who gets to pick what to watch. Philo is easy to use, super easy to sign up, and you can watch by phone, laptop, tablet, or TV with Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV, or Android TV. Philo is TV for everyone. Sign up today at philo.tv shame, and you will get 25% off your first two months. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash shame. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Bonetta. And I'm Rechna Frickbaum, and this is Hall of Shame. Hey, Reshna. Hey, Rachel. Happy one week after Mother's Day Day. Thank you. I know that was really confusing, but I just want to say, you know, shout outs to all the moms out there, including my very good friend, my favorite podcasting partner, Miss Reshna Frookbaum. Thank you. I believe your birthday also just passed too. It did. Happy birthday to my girl. Reshna, I got to tell you, the reason why I'm saying all these things, because obviously it has to do with the story I'm telling today. I don't know for sure yet, like a hundred percent, but I feel like I'm going to be an absolutely batshit crazy mom, just (laughs) basically based off of the way I treat my dog. So I just wanted to ask you, what kind of mom are you? You got two beautiful little babies. Are you, are you chill? Are you more of like a stage mom? Like what's your vibe? Mm, Chill is like not a word. I often ascribe to myself, but I would say that my I'm a chiller mom than I am okay. person. I feel like motherhood chilled me out and made me patient. That said, I'm like a mom and, and a parent, and I'm not saying like I'm amazing and just zen, but like I'm not really stage mommy. I say that, although my my friend told me that sometimes when I show videos... <laughs> Especially my little one doing something, I mouth it. So I guess maybe I have a stage mom. <laughs> no, you don't. That is the ultimate stage mom. That's like Amy Poehler in Mean Girls. Totally. Except I don't ask her to do those things. It's just like a random video that I think is hilarious. Do you know what I mean? I am obsessed with that. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay, well, guys, that was a nice little teaser. Reshna is a full-on stage mom. <laughs> It's a nice little teaser for today's episode. I know I've said this about previous epis, but this one has been my favorite to research. I may have ordered a VHS through this journey that I don't know what I'm going to do with it once it arrives because I do not have a VHS player, but this all makes sense in a sec. I can't wait. So. Today's story is about a woman named Wanda Holloway, a.k.a. 
the pom-pom mom. I just got real excited. Chills. Uh, Let's call her passionate. A passionate woman who loved her daughter, but loved cheerleading even more. Her dedication to the sport (laughs) ran so deep that when it was her daughter's time to hold those pom-poms, she would stop at nothing to get her on the Uh. squad, even if it meant dabbling in some shady-ass illegal shit. Wow. Now, I know you're thinking, okay, this podcast is usually about the NFL, NBA, Ron Artest, blah, 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 but I am here to tell you, uh, no, 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 no. If we find a good story that has to do with sports even just a little bit, we gon' do it. And cheerleading is a sport, you sexist mofo. If you don't think so, go to Texas, say that out loud, and then see what happens. Yeah. Y'all never seen cheer? Watch five minutes of it. That shit's hard. (laughs) And that is where our story starts, in Channel View, Texas, where the shoulder pads are big, but the perm hair is even bigger, honey. (laughs) Wanda Holloway, our girl, was born in 1957 and lived on the south side of the 110, which is the rougher stretch of Channel View. A fact that she was always ashamed by and she felt like people looked down on her for. Like, oh, girl, you're from Channel View? Yuck. You're from south of the 110? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I only associate with people east of the 110. Thank you very much. (laughs) She grew up in a working class, very religious family with a very strict conservative father. And in this small town of Channel View, religion wasn't just about going to church every Sunday. You also worshipped in the church of football. If we've learned anything from Retchness Tree Poisoning podcast last week, it's that football is everything in these small southern towns. If you want popularity to be accepted, you either play it, you love it, or you cheer for it. As a teenager, Wanda was your typical good Christian Texas girl. She attended church every single Sunday. She played the piano, was an overachiever in school. She even took business courses. Yes, Wanda. Wanda was like, I'm getting north of the 110. (laughs) Some would say she's thriving. Some would say she's thriving. But secretly, all Wanda wanted to do was be a cheerleader. When she finally got the courage to ask her dad for permission, her dad forbade her. He saw how teeny tiny those skirts were, too sexualized, an insult to their conservative religious beliefs. You're going to look like a hoe, Wanda, he did not say, but definitely (laughs) thought. I'm so sorry. Are you channeling Wanda's dad, Mr. Holloway? (laughs) You're going to look like a hoe, Wanda, said Mr. Holloway. Yes. I like it. Her dreams were crushed, Rechna, and so was she. She decided to bury her head back in her books. If she couldn't hold those pom-poms, she'd continue to pursue an education in business instead. What a hard left turn, my girl. Wow. You guys, there's two choices. There's business or cheerleading, and those are the two choices. <laughs> pom-poms or a calculator. <laughs> in 1975, her dreams were derailed again. When she turned 18 and married Tony, a childhood friend, and he did not want her working at all, which is super lame. He just wanted a housewife, plain and simple, which is gross. Just quick question. Yeah. She had like agency in that choice, right? Like she wasn't arranged to Tony. Like she wasn't arranged. No, she derailed her own plans. Uh, She definitely agreed to go along with it. She could have been like, (laughs) Tony, no, I'm in business school. I have a calculator. Tony, listen, I'm either going to cheer or I'm going to get my MBA. So (laughs) 
He's like, you're going to do neither of those things. So and she's like, cool, cool, cool. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh. So her dream to pursue business ended and another dream down the toilet. Tony mm. was by no means wealthy, which is like, then, bitch, let the woman work. Yeah. Let the woman help. Yeah, double that income. Tony came from a family that was wealthier than Wanda's. They bought a modest home right there in Channel View, still south, still south side. Uh. And Wanda was gifted her mother-in-law's car, a Cadillac, which she was disappointed in because she wanted a Lincoln town car. But like, oh, that's so funny because for like Indian immigrants, when I was growing up, it was uh-huh. like, oh, that bitch got a Cadillac. She made it. <laughs> Shortly thereafter, she started dreaming about having babies. In particular, she wanted a daughter. First, Wanda had a son named Shane. She was mm-hmm. like, whatever. Four years later, Wanda finally got something she wanted, a baby girl. Someone that could fulfill her dreams, dreams that were squashed before they even began. Wanda's daughter would be a real Texas cheerleader. Oh, man. When Shayna turned three, Wanda and her husband, Tony, decided to get a divorce. Wanda got the house. Tony got the water skis. (laughs) Seems like an even split. That is the most Channel View, Texas story I've ever heard. You can have the house, but I'm taking them skis. (laughs) (laughs) Wanda went on to have two different marriages, both Mm. with older, wealthier men, which Wanda's going to get north. Like this is like <laughs> she is north. working her way up, uh, and it caused quite a stir in the small town. Everyone sure. was gossiping about Wanda. The marriage that stuck was to a man named C.D. Holloway. He owned his own oil field company. Hello, and was plot twist twenty years her senior. Oh, girl. Okay, I would. <laughs> she didn't care for them oil fields. Rachel would do anything. I would. I do. She didn't care because now. Rechna, she got to finally drive her dream car. <gasps> that town car? She got the Lincoln. Is she north of the 110? That's all I'm tracking. Honestly? She must be. She must be, right? She must be. CD lives north of the 110. Let's just slip that information in. And now she finally has moved into a home north of the 110. So she's got her town car. She's north of the 110. It's just that cheerleading tip. <gasps> Here we go. So everyone kind of thought Wanda was a little scandaloso. Young mom marries older, wealthier gentleman. Mm. Things were starting to get back on track for Wanda. She was content, but things got even better when her daughter turned five because that meant her daughter was old enough to cheer or at least wear a cheerleading uniform. I feel like five is a little young, but at five years old, Wanda purchased Shayna her very first cheerleading uniform. She needed to get those pom-poms in hand ASAP. Important to note, very important to note, actually. It was revealed later on in life. Shayna was never really into cheerleading, like at all. She just like went along with it because that's what her mother wanted. Hey, we've all been there before. Okay. I had a bowl cut for a good portion of my life because my mom thought it was cute. So yeah, so Shayna's not into it. She's five. She gets a uniform. I mean, she doesn't really have a say at this point. Her daughter's lack of interest didn't stop Wanda. She took to her stage mom role instantly. Mm. Fast forward a few years in 1989, Shayna is entering junior high. Wanda decides to amp things up a bit and takes Shayna out of Channel View Christian School and instead enrolls her into the public school system. Do you have any idea why? 
Is it because the football team's bigger? Because you can't cheerlead in Christian school or else you'll go to hell. I'm kidding. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Sure. But it was so that she could be on the cheer squad. Wanda transferred her daughter to Alice Johnson uh. Junior High so that Shayna would be eligible to try out for the school's cheer team. So here's where I want to introduce you to another mother-daughter duo named Verna and Amber Heath. Like Shayna, Amber is also transferring from Channel View Christian School to Alice Johnson Junior High so she can also cheer. Gotcha. Verna Heath is also a cheerleading mom extraordinaire. But even before they found themselves at the same middle school going after the same dreams, these two families go way back. Okay. Amber and Shayna went to the same gymnastics school and learned from cheerleading teachers certified by the National Cheerleading Association. They took this really seriously. The gym wow. was like the real deal. Okay. Shit was like super competitive. We've been talking about cheer thus far. Picture this. Okay. <laughs> Parents sacrificed an enormous amount of time and money for their kids to attend this gym. Mothers, including Verna and Wanda, would sit in like a viewing area and watch their daughters practice. And they were there all the time. They like lived at this gym. This is where their friendship and kind of rivalry between the two gotcha. pom-pom moms sure. began. It was honestly like more intense sometimes in the viewing area than it was down on the floor. They were like, yeah, well, Shayna's like, I don't even give a shit about this. <laughs> Why am I here? Yeah. So are you really putting 100 percent effort in? And her mom's like in the viewing area, like motherfucking motherfucker banging on the glass. They're like wincing when their daughter flubbed yeah. a stunt, cheering when they nailed their tumbling sequence. They're cheering on cheerleaders, which is hilarious. Love it. All while judging the shit out of everybody else, I'm sure. But this is Texas. Oh, yeah. This is this is bless her heart culture and their disdain for each other was masked with friendliness and a smile oh yeah i love it the most evil kind of rivalry i love that this is totally giving me drop dead gorgeous vibes okay yeah despite this silent rivalry wanda and verna were for all intents and purposes pretty close verna's husband even said verna braided wanda's hair one time which is funny to me okay. because they're complete grown women <laughs> I feel like that's something you should maybe stop doing at a certain point. I don't know. Wanda and Verna had a lot in common, and so did their daughters, who were also friends. So it made sense that they, okay. you know, connected. Sure. In their communities, the moms were both known to go all out for those girls, and their daughters were known to be all-around superstars. They were honor roll students, both pretty, popular, talented. Gotcha. When Shayna was elected vice president, Amber was actually elected president. So literally... Growing up, right. they are neck and neck, side by side. Also, why do I feel like the teenage villain girl is always named Amber? Always. It's always Amber. You know, shout outs to our Ambers out there listening. You guys get a bad yeah. rap. I feel like they're the new Courtney's. Like in the 80s, it was Courtney or Heather, I guess. I'm sorry. If you were like, hey, Rachel, you want to meet my friends <laughs> Courtney and Amber? And I'd be like, oh, not really. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, Karen's getting a bad rap. But let's talk about those Courtney's <laughs> and Ambers. getting a real bad rap. Deserved, probably. Yeah, probably. A little. But Wanda always took it one step further. She had zero chill, like most stage moms do, like Rachel knows. She put uh. Shayna in private <laughs> cheerleading lessons. Okay, <laughs> listen to this. She made her go into this modeling program at the mall, which can I just say, those are absolutely awful. I had a very brief moment, a little brush with the modeling world, okay? When I was young, I went to a school named Barbazon. As if sitting in a chair. I remember Barbizon. Yeah. Well, I went there and it was a terrible waste of money. As if sitting in a chair is going to make you more beautiful. 
Yeah. So the line between Shayna's dreams and Wanda's were very warped. There was almost <laughs> no distinction between Wanda's life and her daughter's. We have no idea what Shayna's interests are up until this point. Wanda probably has no clue as well. I know. I'm just like filling in the gaps in my head. I, this is horrifying. It's terrible. I really want to yeah. get to know Shayna. I'm, I just want you to know I'm spiraling about you connecting me to Wanda because of the story. <laughs> okay, so up until this point in the story, Shayna, Amber, Verna, Wanda, they're all super close. Right? Verna and Wanda, they're still braiding each other's hair, okay? Yeah. So there's friendship, but there is competition there. So there's the background on the friendship. We can now get back to 1989 where Wanda had just transferred her daughter to Alice Johnson Junior High for the sole purpose of having her join the cheer team. Gotcha. What she didn't know was that Verna, her BFF, her gal, had a similar plan. Her braid pal. Her braid pal? I don't know. Ew. (laughs) What she didn't know was that Verna had a similar plan. Verna also intended to transfer her daughter. And even though she didn't finish the paperwork in time... She got special permission from the principal to let Amber try out for cheer. So Shayna was there way early. She's gotcha. established herself in school. Verna maybe heard that they were doing this mm. thing. They're like, oh, shit, we're going to do the same thing. So now the two daughters and indirectly the two mothers were directly competing for limited spots on the cheer team. Gotcha. To twist the knife a little more for Wanda, Verna and Amber arrived to this new school in style and with a plan immediately vying for a spot on the cheer squad i guess back in the day you campaigned for yourself which makes no sense okay it's almost as if you're implying the cheerleaders have no talent you could just vote them in which is not true they clearly don't know insane uh even before enrolling officially at the school amber was making the case for herself handing out flyers with her face on them with peppermint candies attached asking people to vote for her so real quick i want to see things from wanda's point of view wanda and Shayna, they've established themselves at this school verna and amber show up out of nowhere basically copied their entire plan and then came in so strong handing out peppermint candy also like it didn't come up while she was braiding her hair. Like, it didn't come be like, oh, by the way, we're doing the same thing. <laughs> That's a betrayal. That's hair braiding time kind of conversation. Yeah. Like, if you're braiding my hair, you're telling me you're also coming to the same school. Yeah. My feelings would be hurt. Don't you agree? Yeah, sure. I get that. So, as Rechna is doing right now about being a stage mom, Wanda started to spiral. Ugh. There is nothing more thrilling and also terrifying about a stage mom wronged. <laughs> I cannot wait to tell you what happens next, but first, a short break. Hall of Shame is brought to you by Literati. With library schools and bookstores shut down, how do you keep your kids learning and growing? Books from Literati, the number one book club for kids, are the best place to start. You guys, I got a box for my four-year-old and a box for my 11-year-old. So good, so interesting, a varied assortment of books and my kids are loving shout out to parents right now for doing all the homeschooling you guys are the true heroes right now shout out to literati for helping literati is a subscription book club that makes it easy to find unique and interesting books for your kids by delivering great stories straight to your doorstep literati knows that home deliveries will be critical in meeting your need for uplifting educational materials in the coming weeks. These books were so good. They also sent these stickers that had my kids' names wow. 
on them that they could put in their books. It was like personalized. They felt special. It was great. Reading books together will help create a time of adventure and bonding for your family and has real educational benefits. Kids who read books have better vocabularies and longer attention spans. And also, it's just fun to do with your kids. I've been enjoying it so much. Each literati box contains five beautiful books based on a theme and contains exclusive original art and a personalized note to your child. The box was so cute. Literati actively curates stories that spark curiosity and soften the heart, which saves you hours of searching the store or scrolling through lists of mediocre books online. And Literati will beat the Amazon list price. Yes. Only keep your favorites and send back the rest for free. Although I'll be honest, all the books they sent were so good. So you're keeping them all. (laughs) I'll be keeping them all. (laughs) That means you're only paying for the books your kids love, just in case... It's not the same for everyone. With so many kids out of school, Literati is working to get books in the hands of families who don't have libraries and educational materials of their own. You can even donate books you already own, and Literati will match every one you send. It's amazing. For a limited time, go to literati.com shame for 25% off your first two orders. This is their best offer available anywhere. To get it, you have to go to literati.com slash shame for 25% off your first two orders. That's literati.com slash shame. Hall of Shame is brought to you by Theragun. We're fans. Baby, we fans. Uh, Huge fans. Really, I woke up from a night of horrifying coronavirus dreams, which I'm reading is a real thing, and my neck was like twisted up and I put that bad boy on the spot that was hurting. Ugh, so good. Because the stress of daily life weighs on all of us, whether you're an elite athlete or just a regular person trying to get through the day. Muscle pain. (laughs) I mean, you and I are. Muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing. That's why we use Theragun, the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. And now is as quiet as an electric toothbrush. Yep, that's because the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor that's so quiet, you will wonder if it's even on. So true. While you soothe your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power, amplitude, and effectiveness. Rachel, have you been using yours? I've been using it so often, my boyfriend and I are fighting over it. And last night when I went to bed, it was like on my bedside table. And he was like, can you just like, you know, put it on my shoulders? And I'm like, "Ugh, you can do it yourself. Because that's true. You can do it yourself. This thing is amazing. It's so good. Amazing. Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. With an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need. Starting at only $199, go to theragun.com slash shame right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash shame. Theragun.com slash shame. Hall of Shame is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you stuck at home right now feeling isolated, worried about the state of things? Yes, yes, yes to all of those things. Mm-hmm. BetterHelp offers online professional counselors who can help. You can talk to a licensed online therapist and find relief. BetterHelp therapists specialize in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, insomnia, family conflicts, and more. You'll connect with your counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love in less than 24 hours. So quick, so easy. I love this. Easily schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, plus exchange unlimited messages. Amen. Hallelujah. We all need this right now. Absolutely. We all need this. 
If for any reason you are unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. You can get professional help when you want it, wherever you are. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option, and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code SHAME. Although there is no shame in this game. So why not get started mm-hmm. today? Go to BetterHelp.com SHAME. That's BetterHelp.com SHAME. Talk to a therapist online and get help. Okay, we're back. So Wanda feels like Verna, her friend, fellow pom-pom mom, has double-crossed her, which has set Wanda off. Wanda instantly turns her back on her old friend, and like the Karen, or the Courtney, or the Amber that she is, demanded immediately to speak to the manager. She went to the school board. (laughs) Totally. She complained to them about the outsiders, which is what she started calling Verna and Amber. She did like an anti-campaign against Amber, calling other parents, telling them not to vote for her. Cut to the fact that like Amber's 12. (laughs) Also, Shayna's like, I just want to do my paintings. I'm just like creating this whole life for Shayna. Shayna's like working on a sculpture that's like hidden in her closet that she can only work on from like 3 till 4 a.m. Shayna's like secretly the next Michelangelo, but no one will ever know. (laughs) She's like, she's like solving the world's problems in her closet at night. She's like curing cancer. If Wanda hadn't pulled this shit, Shayna would have the vaccine to coronavirus. 1000%. Sadly for Wanda, all of this anti-campaigning was not enough. Mm. Amber, like the Amber she is, made the cheer squad. Shayna did not. Uh-oh. I know. This left Wanda devastated. Meanwhile, Shayna's probably like celebrating behind her back. She's like, yes, I can get back to my my art and my yeah. science and everything good. I get to be a normal <laughs> kid now. Later in an interview, one administrator said, if the school hadn't allowed Amber to try out, Shayna would have definitely made the team, which would have fucked me up if i was one i'd be like put that on my tombstone also what's that school administrator doing just trying to stir the pot like what is the point of making that comment as i'm sure you can imagine wanda did not handle this well she had to sit there and boil over this for an entire year before Shayna was able to try out again next year Shayna gets another shot wanda is doing everything in her goddamn power to make sure she beats out that little menace amber wanda starts to campaign again Mm. handing out flyers calling parents she even called her ex-husband tony to help them out and then the ruler incident happened wanda and her ex tony handed out rulers and pencils that said vote for Shayna" on them like how embarrassing i would be dying (laughs) imagine like the person too who like gets a pencil and they're like oh you know what i'm gonna vote for shana <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that's the convincer what kind of life do you lead that a pencil with somebody's name like the presidential elections come up is that what joe biden needs to do trump's name's on a pencil you know what <laughs> i'm gonna go with trump hey alert to joe biden's team start handing out pencils there we go that's the ticket yeah so the rulers and the pencils get confiscated <laughs> the principal <laughs> Because apparently that is against the election code, but peppermint candy is absolutely fine, which I'm calling bullshit Mm. on. Wanda was like, screw that, kept handing them out, and then a parent council was called. (laughs) Guess who's on the council? I'm going to guess Verna. Verna. Shayna gets disqualified. Full out. Kicked out. And Shayna's like, thank God. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> Two years in a row, no cheer squad. Wanda is horrified. She begs the council to reconsider to no avail. Poor Shane at this point does not care and even tells her dad she doesn't want to be a cheerleader. Like, we know that. We yeah. Everyone knows. Wanda's just ignoring her. <laughs> Year three rolls around. It's 1991. Shana's like made a replica of the David in her closet. <laughs> Wanda tries to play the slow game this time around, and she waits for Shana to get another opportunity to try out. She infiltrates the system this year. She gets a job at the school doing some work for the band director, eventually asking some staff on some tips on how she could give Shana a leg up next year. I love picturing her in like the break room, like coyly sipping her coffee. She's like, coffee's a little cold today. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) y'all. At this point, Wanda's over it. She's going to need to think outside the box, play a little dirty. And by a little dirty, I mean completely illegal. She goes for a drive one day and finds herself parked outside of her ex-husband's brother's trailer. Terry Harper has always been like a little bit of a bad boy about town. Arrested for drinking and driving, a few other misdemeanors. He was Wanda's last hope because I feel like it was like the only criminal that she knew. Right. Gotcha. Unlucky for her, he had just saved himself. Devoted himself to the Lord, promising no more cussing, drinking, and going to clubs. He was no longer a bad boy. Mm. Wanda didn't get the notification that like wasn't posted on yeah. Facebook or anything, so she knocks on his door anyways. She tells him she needs to talk, but they can't do it there. They meet at a convenience store called Bose. She gives him the pitch. I need you to kill Amber and her mother, (laughs) Verna. Wowzers. Like, what a left turn. Wow. You go from handing out pencils to like, nah, fuck it. I'm just going to kill him. You know what? I tried. (laughs) Obviously, he's a little shocked. He said, I don't do that shit. I don't know anybody that would do that shit. You want me to murder a child? No. No. Wanda doesn't push the subject and she leaves. Terry didn't hear from Wanda for months. Also, can I just say, even if he hadn't found God, the difference between being a bad boy and being a murderer, like that chasm is huge. Having a couple of beers and driving home is a lot different than committing murder. Yeah. Wow. Wanda. Terry didn't hear from Wanda for months until Christmas Eve rolled around. Shayna was celebrating that year at her father's house, so obviously old Terry was there too. In the middle of opening presents, Shayna pulled her uncle aside with a message from her mom. She handed him a number on a piece of paper and said, my mom wants you to call her. <laughs> Shana's like, my mom wants, my mom wants you uh, to call her. Just can I go back now? I just now? want to get back to my painting. Can I just unwrap my <laughs> presents, please? So Terry calls Wanda. The plan is back on. She needs to find someone to take out this hit and she needs to find them ASAP. Terry tries to reason with her. Why doesn't Shayna just try out? And if she doesn't make it, she doesn't make it. Also, Shayna doesn't want to be a cheerleader. (laughs) Maybe just let go. Wanda is not having it. She tells him no. Poor Shayna is going to be too devastated and never try out again. (laughs) Cut to Shayna. Poor Shayna. She's like, I'm fine, BB. Smoking a cig outside. Oh, my God. Freaked out by the seriousness of her request, obviously, Terry went to his brother Tony, Wanda's ex-husband, and said, hey man, you maybe need to like come and get your girl. And Tony told him to go to the police. And so he did. At first, he actually had a hard time convincing the police that this was real. I mean, it does sound like sure. kind of a wild story, far yeah. Uh So like, honestly, fair. Who would really believe that a mom was that desperate to see her daughter cheer? But I guess never underestimate 
the power and determination of an unfulfilled Texas woman. Eventually, he convinced the cops, and they put a wire on him for when Wanda would inevitably call again, and of course, she did. Wow. Working with the cops now, he agreed to help this time. Gotcha. But said, hey, heads up, it's $2,500 to kill Verna, but it's 5000 to kill Amber. Well, okay, that's just like a little too expensive for Wanda, who's apparently right. a cheap ass when it comes to murdering people. <laughs> She mulls it over. That feels cheap for murdering. Like, it feels it should be like $50,000. Feels cheap for taking a human life. She thinks it over. She's thinking, hmm, if I only killed Verna, I could make my point, and Amber would be too distraught to want to cheer that year, opening that spot for my daughter, Shayna. I could save that money, finally get that car radio I've been meaning to install in my Lincoln. Perfect idea. So it was decided. She agreed that that was the best plan and Terry would execute the hit. Ooh. I'm getting hot. Yeah. This is This is wild. steamy. They planned a day for the money drop-off and Wanda agreed. That day she drove Shayna to church, which is hilarious. That's it. Just a good Christian girl, you know? <laughs> I'm going to do something bad this afternoon, so I better drop you off so you can <laughs> at least talk to Jesus. Terry met her at a motel room where she handed him two one and a half carat diamond earrings as a down payment. She said, I couldn't pull the trigger, but I can definitely do it this way. The cops had seen enough at that point and moved in. She was arrested the very next day. I want to imagine Verna's reaction when she found out. Like, obviously, the police probably went straight to her house and was like, hey, just FYI. She's probably like running tumbling drills in the backyard until her daughter throws up. Just FYI, someone was trying to kill you. For a cheerleading spot. For a cheerleading spot. I imagine Verna would be like, I get, I get it. it. <laughs> yep, I get it. <laughs> she, Well, she was, interestingly enough, she was kind of like understanding. Listen to this. God has watched over me. When someone wants something for their child and they don't achieve it, it, it hurts a lot. But nothing is important enough not this anyway i mean verna seems chill obviously the news went wild over this story the channel view woman charged with hiring a contract murderer to kill the mother of a middle school cheerleader they were at every hearing swarming people's homes oprah had a crew there everyone came out i remember the story yes it was crazy you do yeah People were ambushing Verna with hidden cameras, like, in their clothes. It was a mess. The girls, Amber and Shayna, lost all privacy. Poor Shayna. If she wasn't already embarrassed and just, like, wanting to stick to her oil paintings. Oh, my God. Our girl Shayna. She's like, first of all, my dad got me watercolors instead of oil, so he got it totally wrong. So, (laughs) (laughs) and then second of all, my mom tried to kill my friend. I don't even want to cheer. People were even buying yearbooks signed by Amber and Shayna. Some went for 50 bucks crazy. Wanda later that year was put on trial and sentenced to 15 years for soliciting capital murder. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Right. But the ruling ended up getting overturned after a jury member was revealed to have been on probation for felony drug charges. In her second trial, she pleaded no contest, was sentenced to 10 years of which she served six months. What? Like, let's just let that seep in let that sit what is up yeah well with the justice system these days she's a white woman oh (laughs) that's crazy she was released in march 1997 and she was also sentenced to 1000 hours of community service 
I feel like I was sentenced to 1,000 hours of community service for stealing a perfume from Hollister. Like, how is that? Yeah, that's some wild, wild discrepancy. She did her time. Mm -hmm. She got out. And Shayna never tried out for the cheer squad ever again. (laughs) Nowadays, Shayna has said that she salvaged her relationship with her mother, but stays away from becoming a stage mom. She's like, I know people like Reshna. I don't want to go there. (laughs) This story is so fun. First off, no one got hurt, so I can say that it's fun. It's crazy. But there's a big underlying bummer here. And come with me on this journey and don't judge too much. There's part of me that feels for Wanda. Wanda's biggest insecurity was never being accepted. She was from the wrong side of the 110. She was always looked down upon. She thought people were judging her for Cadillac. Not sure how that panned out. She thought becoming a cheerleader would solve all of her problems, and she wasn't able to do it for herself, wasn't able to do it through her daughter, wasn't able to go to business school. I, I kind of feel for her in that sense. She has her dreams that she was probably thinking about all day long, every single day. And then all of a sudden, a perfect Amber and Verna come along and take it all away. This may be the first time in the history of our podcast. I, I couldn't have less empathy for Wanda. <laughs> wow. Walk me through. Outside of her parents not letting her cheer. Many of these are self-inflicted choices. She married Tony, who was like, I don't want you to work. She made choices as an adult. Valid. And she also got a lot of the things that she dreamed of. Right. In the ways that she got them. And at some point to me, all of my empathy goes to Shayna. 1,000%. This poor girl who, like, you know, just half-finished paintings somewhere. Yeah. I cannot relate on any level to Wanda. Am I evil? Is that what you're saying? No. I, I think you're not evil because you have empathy. And I generally feel like I find empathy pretty easily for people and I'm having a hard time on this one. I feel like she's a piece of poop. Like I can totally understand that. I mean, she tried to get people killed, but I feel like, you know, we don't, we don't know how she grew up. It kind of sounded like maybe she was like a little besides driving a Cadillac. Like, no, she had a hard life. She was from a shady part of town. She wasn't accepted. She wanted to do the one thing that she thought was going to make her accepted. And for some reason that just like, stuck in her brain for her entire life obviously she has mental health issues like i think we can establish that i have empathy for that and i'm sure in small town texas mental health isn't a huge business but i think as a mom that bums me out so hard like all of that up until her putting it on to her daughter i'm with you and then i'm like that's just so fucking lousy I really feel bad for Shayna. I agree. Who knows how many experiences she missed out on as a kid because she was like forced to wear a cheerleading costume. (laughs) Yeah. And that being said, I think every parent brings their garbage to parenting. Like that's just the deal. I mean, yeah. Like how do you even avoid that? No, you can't. You know, your triggers exist. And then when you see your kids, whatever. But you know what? Okay. I have a little empathy. I don't want to force, like, you're not you're forcing talking me. me out of empathy and I'm talking you into empathy. I think we land somewhere in the middle. I think there is a piece of us that can understand. And certainly when mental illness plays a part, you always yeah, have empathy because that's, you know, it's tough. It's an illness. I just feel like the real tragedy might be that the thing she thought would make her life better was ultimately her demise. Yeah, it's. It's like um, a weird Oedipus story, but instead of a mom, it's cheerleading. It's like when you just think a thing is going to change your life. It's like you're not doing the real work, girl. Wanda, you're not doing the real work. Whoa. Did Wanda teach us a valuable life lesson? Yeah. 
It's never cheerleading's just a totem. The real work's deeper than that. You're focusing on the wrong things. Just like live your life and hopefully those happinesses yeah. will come your way. They'll come however they're meant to. And all of a sudden, the real work would have been to not need cheerleading unless it came organically. Yeah. So I will leave you with this. The Wanda Holloway story was immortalized in a made-for-TV movie starring Holly Hunter. You know who I'd like to see dead? Marla Hank. <laughs> what kind of money are you talking about? $7,500. <laughs> I told you it's going to be expensive. Called The Positively True Adventures of the Alleged Texas Cheerleading Murder Mom. I feel like they could have shortened that. You're arrest for solicitation of murder. What should I wear for jail? So that was the story of the pom-pom mom. Good one, right? Yeah. What a wild ride. (laughs) It was a wild ride. I can't think of anything in life I've ever wanted badly enough to kill someone for. Um, I hope. Do I not not have aspirations? (laughs) Do I not have goals? That's what you find from that? I don't really want to kill somebody. Am I just like (laughs) lazy? I guess I don't have dreams. (laughs) Listen, guys, we hope that you have goals out there that you're willing to kill for. Uh, and I think Rachel and I need to get shirts that say Wanda and Shayna and Amber and Verna. <gasps> I'm making that ASAP. I love that. I'm making that right now. All right, guys, we're going to be back next week with another story. We hope you will tune in. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hall of Shame is a product of Crooked Media. The show is produced by Caroline Reston and Allison Falzetta. Our executive producers are Sarah Geismer and Stephen Hoffman. Engineering and sound design by Kyle Seglin and Charlotte Landis. Our theme music is by Taka Yasuzawa. Thank you to Sydney Rapp and Brian Semmel for production support every week. 